to episode 59 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast's Blatter Chatter. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Hello. Hello. Uh, Splatter Chatter is a new fortnightly installation to the Terrorvision programming where we will talk about what's new, or more than likely, what has caught our attention in the world of horror, including video games, comics, movies, collectible, and so on. Um, so let's just jump in with some fun facts about us, because this is where we'd like you to learn just a little bit more about us as humans. Dan. What is my fun fact? Yeah. My fun fact this week about myself is that I used to own a toy chainsaw collection. And why did you get rid of it? Well, the fir- first, I don't know why I got rid of it. I can't remember why. But <laughs> the I, I got it just because, like, I got one once. Yeah. Because I was fully into horror. Sure. And like, so someone bought me a toy chainsaw and it was kind of cool. Like, there were some really cool, there are some really cool toy chainsaws out oh, there. Oh, yeah. And instead of having to own a chainsaw, I got to have a toy chainsaw. And then someone, I got another one. And then once I had two, people were like, oh, you like them. And so I just kept getting them for gifts. And every, whenever anyone saw a toy chainsaw out, yeah. again, I had some wicked ones. Like, yeah. I think I had about 40 in the end yeah. of these toy chainsaws. Some worked, some made noises, some had actual little like, Chains that went around, and it was just, just a bit of a ho- horror movie homage That's kind of thing. That's so cool. I have no idea what happened to them. Mm. I also had a toy pig collection, and I don't know what happened to that either. That's interesting. Well, yeah, because it's like that the whole charge keys in your house thing. Like once someone figures out that you like owls or something, all they do is buy you owl stuff. My mum has like three shelves of <laughs> owls at home. Yeah, my, my grand, she has. She actually likes them and buys them for herself, but she has... A massive collection of owls, which she has informed me are all mine when she's gone. Oh, lucky. Thanks, Gran. Nice. What's your fun fact? Um, So I used to keep every single movie ticket for every movie I saw. And I used to keep them in like little Milo tins and just shove them in there. Really? Do, yeah. Don't they fade away to nothing? They really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which sort of prompted me to get rid of them in the end. I used to keep all my bands that yeah. I've been to where I bought. So like I've got all these cool tickets. I actually found them recently, stuff like... There was like the best festival ever back in the day called Somersault. Yep. Which I had like it had like Foo Fighters, Beastie Boys, Beck, oh. Bikini Kill. Yeah. Like um all these were just at like the at I think it was the entertainment center. Yep. And I fell asleep in Foo Fighters in okay. the bleachers it was just such a big day sure yeah well of course yeah yeah but yeah um i used to do that as well but yeah no i've got a lot of uh i don't know if i still got them all my all my shit is in storage um so i've probably still got a few because i remember being at the big day out one year in Mudvayne signed my uh, my ticket so i'm like stub. Oh, my stub <laughs> hey Mudvayne, send my stub <laughs> no worries New metal. (laughs) Anyway, let us jump straight in. And this week, Dan, I've pushed this one up because you were so excited and we ran out of time last week. Uh, We're going to do a little bit of talk about merchandise. And Dan, you bought some Warhammer figures. I didn't buy Warhammer. Warhammer. I bought... So McFarlane has released Warhammer toys. So big, big... um, normal size uh, yeah. action figures Well, here. McFarlane are really well known for releasing Spawn figures that are insanely good. And I know that Cripsy's hugely into it as well. So he he unboxes some of them on his, yeah, I've got his a, YouTube. Yeah, I've got a bunch of like old Spawn yeah. like, toys somewhere in a box. And um, like still on their cards. Yeah, so they also do, like I know McFarlane, he's done some My Hero Academia figures, which are he okay. Does like, he does like hockey figures as well yeah. and like American Marine figures. Yeah, like, as in just army men. Sure, army men. 
Um, anyhow, they uh, bought out some Warhammer ones recently. There was, I think there's about four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can get an unpainted version. Yes. Uh, so if you're into your Warhammer painting, you can paint them. They come grey. Or you can get a, a half-painted version, which are kind of like yeah. a base coat, which you, you can um, go, I, I assume, you can go on and uh, paint bits in yourself. Because uh, there are bits here that that there are some little details on there, but there are bits I'm like, these should be painted. So yeah. I, I think it's actually just for, you can put your highlights and your shadows and you your, can, you your can do inking you. and your contrast and your washes and all that crap all over them. Which um, is good because yeah, you've you've really gotten into Warhammer recently, like painting and you're reading books and you've you've gone you've gone deep. Yeah, it's true. But and the Warhammer, the reason we're mentioning this is because the Warhammer universe I've discovered is very horror based. Yeah, there is some horrific horror shit in it. Every time there's a fight, yeah, they talk about like ripping heads off, pulling out the intestines, crushing people, splattering gore everywhere. But then you get the whole like uh, the idea of chaos mm-hmm. in in it, which is just basically the bad, you know, the bad guys like this alternate universe or whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. But that is all like horrible flesh mutations with gores and mouth coming out. Of, like if you let chaos take over you, it's like you know, it's like a a bad yeah. bad vibe, and you transform into just like indulgence of flesh and all this shit like mm. gore. But then you get also like. Just the the factions have their own rules, and some of them are so horrific, eh? It's like... Well, you were explaining a lot of it to me the other day while we were having our weekly lunch, and I'm just like, holy fucking... This sounds amazing. Yeah, it is Um, it is this, like, ridiculous lore attached to it of just, like... You know, I've, I'm, I'm probably, like, nine novels deep into the 300 novels that there are. <laughs> of what... Are you are you playing the video games? Because I know there's some games Yeah, yeah, on I'm PS4. doing some video... Unfortunately, the video games haven't been mastered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, yep. So, like, the other day they bought out, they introduced their weekly newsletter. They bought out 18 video games in one week. Whoa. Across all systems and stuff. This many. is, like, how much they just churn this shit out. Like, yeah. they have, if you want content, fucking Games Workshop, they fucking pour yeah. it out, mate. There are kids' books in, in, in the Warhammer universe. There are video games. There's everything. Novels. Anything you can think of. There is, like... It's this huge world. And then there's the painting side of it. The It's all very expensive. Mm. Anyway, I, I picked up one of these figures. I picked up a Blood Angels Hellblaster. Yeah, which sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, I will post a of... picture of you with it because you're yeah. so excited. Um, but although I got a buyer, you know, thing straight away. I yeah. wish I'd bought the other one yeah. straight away. But, but they're, they're really pushing these, uh, the Battle Sisters at the moment, which are the, the newest faction Within it, when I say new, it's like two, three years old, but they, yeah. they're pushing them at the moment. And they're like a fucking horror group of ladies. So they're yeah. the, the lady oh. space marines. And they're highly, their lore is good. Like, mm. But they're so fucking zealot like that, like, if you, one of the well, examples, if you run away in battle, like if you cower in battle, they take you back. They strap you to a machine and pierce rods all through your bones so you're strapped to it. And then it's like a mech. And then the mech goes out and fights with you strapped to the front of it. So you're seeing all the battle. And you're held there in agony the oh. whole time. And this is like your own fucking teams doing this to you. Oh, my God. This sounds amazing. Um, yeah, there, there is a lot to it. But uh, it is a 
Definitely I mean, something a, to to look into by the sounds of it. And it's great because the the main everyone knows, or lots of people know, like the Space Marines yeah. and stuff. But they are not necessarily the good guys. No, uh, they are the most zealous, uh, xenophobic. Like they're all about their one idea, and they are right. And anyone else who is like you either join with them or they destroy you. Sure. Um, and they go through the universe just cleansing worlds Wow! of uh, anything that's alien and not human because humans are the ultimate in the galaxy. So you're like, mm, I don't know, I play as them. It's weird. It's it, it, yeah. it's so deep. It's so lorry. There's so much into it that you can just fucking follow it forever. Yeah. You can talk about it forever. Well, it's fantastic. I- it's really good to see that certain, you know, a lot of things are just, you know, face value but this obviously they go deep into it they're really into it they've created all this this whole oh, man. universe it, I, I was, it, which is amazing i i couldn't believe how dense it is i thought it was just going to be when i got into it i got into it because i was uh, just needing something to calm down and paint yep um and just you know feel it really relaxed me when i yep. tried it out and i i liked it because i was small and they yep. don't take much room in your house mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's just like, yeah, and then my mate's like, oh, let's play a small game. Uh, and then I started learning about my faction. So there's like, I don't know how many there are, 30 factions. Yep. You can play all the aliens. You can play the gore people. You can, you know, do this and that. Every team that you choose has different rules. So it's just like whoever you even just choose is how you play the game. It's weird. Uh, yeah. It's very cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it is does have a bad stigma to it. It is very expensive and it's very fucking boys club. Yeah, that I sounds think about right. there's not many. I haven't seen in the whole Adelaide faction. I don't think I've seen a girl mm. like that paints. I know there would be, and now they said yeah. that I'll probably find hates. But yeah, it, to, to me, it is a bit fucking sausage fest on, yeah. that, on that, and it's very. I feel it's a little bit. It's guarded. It's mm. a, bit, a bit of gatekeeping is involved. Yeah, in it. that's that's with most most sort of like fandoms. There's always those male gatekeepers yeah. but ladies if you're in adelaide and you paint warhammer yeah shout us out yeah and do it um, Contact but us. i i mean i i swung my dick around a little bit because you know i own a comic shop and yep. so straight away i reckon i was welcomed into it easier than anyone else would have been yeah. just because they like, when i walked into the shop they knew who i was yeah even though i'd never talked to these people you no. know what i mean like so, so you're yeah. very well known around adelaide so that's, that's okay still, yeah oh thanks yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, that's Warhammer. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Never heard of it. I no. like uh, the best way into it, you can just like if you don't want to even paint it, you can just read the novels. Yeah, well I mean that sounds amazing. If I started I with the Horus the Horus Heresy, which starts uh how much is like so it's Warhammer thirty forty K? Is it forty? I can never forty K. So I'm the Horus Heresy starts at 30K. Okay. So that's how far back the books go. Sure. So you basically, it's just like how everything is created. And that doesn't even start at the start. Mm. Like that's just like a bit into it. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, God. Okay. Well, let's move into, uh, you sent me this uh, a very exciting, you're just like chucking in the show around. I'm like, okay. Uh, so <laughs> Konami have released a Silent Hill skateboard. They originally had an... Like, hey, guys, we've got a big announcement. Everyone was waiting for the new announcement of a new Silent Hill game. Instead, they decided to announce a new set of merchandise, T-shirts, hats, and they did a very limited run skateboard. There were two versions. There was just a standard version and a Nightmare Edition. Um, the standard version that was 144 US, the Nightmare Edition, 174.90. They both sold out 
immediately. Yeah. Um, um, I, you, the link that I put in our show notes doesn't even exist anymore. Fuck. Like okay. it's off the shop. It's gone. Yep. Uh, so I, because I wanted to look at the, like, just to talk about the graphics on it, which yep. is just the nurse, if I remember, was it? Yeah, Silent so it was nurse? the nurse, but the Nightmare Edition had shitter, I very similar colors to. Uh, Jane, yeah, yeah, it was really like cool. a fluoroed like, out version, which I preferred the, the more scarier version. Yeah, it reminds me of um, uh, my first, like my skateboard company that I owned recently. We did a whole bunch of like horror decks and that, and just and I did a, I did a, a ring chair. I mean, yes. a ring, a ring skateboard which had the ring chair, chair that was like it's hard to explain if you don't know what the ring is. Yeah, something's out of the actual ring kill video. Yeah, which is this is very fascinating to me because. Um, I was, when you sent me this, I obviously have a look and then I do a little bit of research and I was on the, their Twitter page and all of the comments were just, why the fuck would you, who wants a skate? No one wants a skateboard. No, this is the stupidest thing ever. And they sold out immediately. Then again, it was only 120. Yes, yes it was. Only 120 units. That's not many, that's eh? 120 of each. So 240 units. That's like the runs I used to do for my small skateboard yeah, company. Which is fascinating. But still, 100 and 240 people decided that they needed a skateboard. A, a Silent Hill skateboard. Mm. I think it goes hand in hand. Like, if you think about it, skateboarders have always played video games. Like, mm. they've always, like, when you're not skateboarding, or oh, I was, I was always playing video games. Tony yeah. Hawks, mm-hmm. Bony Dork. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but yeah, I, I just like the idea that, you know, like, you know the horror world is always breaking into its, its other genres. And, and people always love it. Yeah. I mean, there's always been horror-based skateboard graphics mm. through the world. So. Well, it's interesting. I was at, I was in um, some surf shop the other day. Was I don't it know JR's? Why. It wasn't JR's. No, actually, <laughs> Does that exist anymore? It might have been. It was at Tea Tree Plaza. But they had Ghostbusters skateboard decks. Oh, nice. They were really cool. There was like an Ecto-1. There was a Slimer. There's a whole bunch of Dragon Ball Z decks at the moment as well. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. There's a lot of the but anime ones. But they're like ones. official with like yep. cross. And I've noticed if you go to, um, you know, Fast Times, the new yes. skateboard shop in, in Rundle Mall. Yep. Or just just off of Rundle Mall. Um, they've got like crossovers. There's big brands that are doing crossovers with anime. So mm. there's like, you know, and they're like, what? I can't remember the fucking brand now. It's like cross Naruto, yeah. and then cross like One Piece, then cross Dragon Ball, and so there's these graphics that are official coming mm. out through skateboard companies now. Because I, like, I think yeah, like anime is very it's it, huge right now. Yeah, like it's it's massive. It's back, motherfucker. It is back. It's, it's back. Back in pog form, but in skateboard form, which is interesting. And t-shirt form <laughs> and t-shirt form. So yeah, I mean, I thought it was very interesting and. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people that don't skate still collect boards. Yeah, there are a lot they, of people that do that. They look really nice and all. I almost bought a Golden Girls one, and I would have just chucked it on my wall because it's and Golden Girls. They're easy to hang as well because they've got yeah. the two holes in them. You can just put string between that and then a hook and just hook it onto the yeah, onto the wall. And they look they look nice. It's a bit different, bit unique. Put a little LED strip behind it, lights it up. Oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah, look at me go. Look I, at you go. I could be an interior designer. Anyway, let's move on to video games. Ooh. And Dan, you sent me, holy crap. Yeah, I know. Proteus? Proteus? Prodeus? Prodeus? Prodeus. It's like Prodeus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as in like Deus Ex Machina. Oh. Proteus? Yes. It is a- it's not Parodius, which no. is another game. <laughs> Uh, a glorious, gory, blood-drenched, doom-inspired, run-and-gun, first-person shooter. Yeah, so basically I'm always looking for... I love Doom. You love Doom. I fucking love Doom. We love Doom. We do. Um, 
And like, I love the original Doom. I've got fucking fond memories of it. The first time I saw it in the giant radio rental store, uh, it blew my mind. I've still got the visions of it. I've had the, 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 the mind visions of the exact moment I saw Doom is in yep. my head and the, the exact scene and the sound of the, of, you know, when you kill one of the monsters and yep. it snorts and me just going, oh my God, that sounds like a monster. <laughs> That's because I, I, I mean, the whole three D sound was like a big deal back then. Yeah, with like, I just remember we had it. It was like we had it on floppy disk. If you wanted to play it, you had to go into MS DOS mode and you had to type in. I the, downloaded it. Yeah, from I used to live. We've all heard of Adam Internet, or which mm-hmm. is iNet now. Yes. So iNet used to be at. Uh, Adam Internet, and before that, it was called Adam Link, mm-hmm. um, which it was just a BBS, which is a bulletin board service, which the server was in my next door neighbor's house. So I grew up next door to the Hickses, who own, or who owned all that stuff. Yeah. So when they were, and they were just like the family next door, and they, the dad had like twenty eight, you know, he had like fifty. Um, 56k modem set up, and that's how like he ran his bulletin board, and I yeah. downloaded. Um, each disc of Doom off of that over a week. <laughs> it's floppy disk. Um, Everyone complains about that. Oh, my five gig update that's going to take whilst, like 10 minutes. Yeah, and whilst I was downloading <laughs> this, no one could make any phone calls as well. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's how I got Doom. Anyway, oh, this game has come out um, and I didn't realise and it is basically... It's like Doom. Uh, we were talking about Brutal Doom last yeah. time, uh, how it's like, you know, fully gore, but it still maintains these pixel graphics, but not. It's pixelized 3D shapes. Yeah. So uh, imagine like it's kind of like Doom crossed with Quake. Yes. Um. So you still got like the the models um are pixelized and so so they still have like three dimensions to them, so you can go around them. I think yep. maybe they don't. No, they don't actually. Anyhow. And but it has this massive amount of gore, and mm-hmm. the, the the blood in it they've really gone with like to make it look wet. I noticed as well. Yeah. There's a lot of like white shine on it, which I think looks good. It looks great. And you have uh, you have real time damage on your uh, your characters. You, they have like uh, they call it like a damage system or something like that. So it's like you know how the range of damage stuff can have, which I fucking love. It's mm. like my most favorite thing. Um, it looks fast. It looks fun. Uh, it's very Doom. It's very Quake. It's got all the great sounds to it. And yeah, and it's a, it was this creator made. There is like it came out with a uh, a, a, a what are they called a, a level editor, which yep. is the same tools that the creators made the game with. So yeah. straight away, there's this really good online community for it, and you can you know download all these cool levels and shit like that. Um, the one problem I did have with it. Which I hope they fix is that the bodies disappear. Yeah, I know that's no, your big gripe. You just you want the bodies to hit the floor I'll and pile up. Pile up, motherfucker! This is, game is overwhelmingly positive on Steam. It yep. has, um, and I the the full game on Steam is thirty five dollars and ninety five cents Australian. But I just noticed this morning that it has just come up on Games Pass mm-hmm. for free mm-hmm. on PC Games Pass. though. yeah. Um, so that's something if you've got PC gr- thing. This is the whole cr- uh, and this game was crowdfunded. So. Mm. This game is gory. Well, this looked so good. Yeah, so I was watching some clips of it and it's just, it's so fast paced. I'm like, oh, I feel that I would die real quick. But, but like, but for me, it is exactly what I wanted in a game. There's, there's, um, you are just walking around and you are shooting things and blowing things up. And yes, you've got to go to this from here to there to there. 
but you're just killing yeah, shit along the way. constantly getting ammo and armor to yeah. keep alive. Yeah. You're constantly getting new weapons. All the weapons are unique in this game. I mean, there's yep. still, like, the shotgun, the the, the yep, rocket the launcher and, and shit like that. But there's, like, a good arcing weapon that I saw in it, which arcs between, like, the, you know, like, it fires that red lightning, which arcs between yep. stuff and cooks them up. Which is oh, cool. Yeah, it just, there's, like, bombs and stuff like that. So this is kind of my dream of, like, wanting to get Brutal Doom onto consoles. I'm hoping they might, I don't know, maybe they'll do a, 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 an Xbox Games Pass. Yeah, maybe. As in, like, an actual one on the console. Mm. But, yeah, this game is exactly what I wanted as well. Uh, if, if the new Doom had come out as this, I would have been fine. Yeah. I would have been, yep, cool, cool. Yep, this is Doom. This has yep. got a good Doom vibe to it. So everyone get all over it. Proteus. I do not like the name. It's just, no, doesn't, it's just not fucking it, it hard enough. It doesn't work for me as as a game, which kind of sounds like one of those little indie indie numbers. And I'm like, what's it about? A Why family? Why does it call it like Blood Space? Yes. Or space Blood. Yes. Space Bone Gore. Storm. Give me Bone Storm or go to hell. Bone Storm. <laughs> and that segues what us about Blood right? Cock? Yes. <laughs> Something like that. We could come up with names all day. So check it out. Proteus. It's on Games Pass. It's on the thing. And if you don't want to download it, just watch it. the people play it on the YouTube. Which is what most people do. Um, so let's talk movies. Uh, a, a lot of stuff has happened this week in the world of movies. And uh, we'll start with just a very brief conversation about Wolf Creek 3. Wolf Creek for, for <laughs> 3. Wolf. Creek 3. Oh, John Jarrett. Yes. Uh, so an American family takes a dream trip to the Australian outback and soon draws the attention of notorious serial killer Mick Taylor. A hellish nightmare ensues as the two children escape only to be hunted down by Australia's most infamous murderer. How's being that a typecast as Australia's most infamous? He is... John Jarrett is just Mick Taylor now. I feel that he has lost who he is because he goes to all the conventions. Did you have him at a stall? Didn't you have him at like one of your stalls at No, Abco? we've never had him at one of us. He stalls. was at one of the stalls. At he's one at of- all of them. At any time there is a convention, he is there. He is there and he's usually dressed up like Mick. And he's just there. I don't even think they invite him. I think he just rocks up. And sits at a table. He's and like, signs. hey guys, I've got my table and I've got my, my chair. My pen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just ready to go. Um, of course, we know him from Play School and Better Homes and Gardens, but now he's Mick Taylor. Um <laughs> So, yeah, like this was announced just last week. And look, I'm all for Aussie horror. I'm all for this. But I don't know. Like, if this doesn't really. I just don't like. This don't impress me. films. No. I don't like anything set in reality. I said this before. I just, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like, I don't like Hostel. I don't like. Then again, I didn't really like the the loved ones. Mm hmm. But I did like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, that one. Well, this is strange because, I mean, this is now the third installment. There are two se- two seasons of the TV show and it's literally... Is he in that? Yeah. It's the same thing. So it's uh, he doesn't like foreign people of any kind. So Americans, British... Is that his schnick? Because I've never seen any of them. Yeah, he doesn't like... That's Foreigners. what it is. It's all about... He sounds like an actual Australian. City folk and... <laughs> Yeah, he is. Um, and then that's that's what happens. He just kind of is like, you're in my territory. I'm going to kill you. Kill you up. Does but he like torture them? Yes. Oh, my Jesus. So there's nothing new um, being added to this. It's just the same thing. So I, I know that I say that as we watch the 10th installment of a Friday the 13th movie, but they always do something new and different with it. This is not going in any new direction. You so, don't think? I don't think so. I think they're just going to go with what works. 
I'm not going to watch it, so I don't give a fuck. I'll watch it. I didn't it. even watch the trailer. I was just like, nah. Well, there is no trailer yet. It was just announced that this was happening. Oh, this okay. Was the There's synopsis. a poster I saw. Yeah. The, the poster is it's, it's it's just, just him. It's just him. Could have been That photo could have been taken at any time. Yeah. They just took it from the first one and zoomed it in a bit, put a sepia tone over it, and a three on it. That's fine. But do you know what did fucking look great? Halloween Kills trailer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my lordy. So that is releasing October 16th in Australia. So we get it before America. Suck it. Um, and this looks amazing. Yeah, it do look good. So it start as as the last trailer. It's kind of just like an extension of the, the teaser. Mm. Like it has the teaser in it. Yeah. Uh, it starts the teaser. Because I was like, oh, shit, is this the one I've watched? I'm like, no, nah, it keeps going. So it, it starts off exactly where the last film ended, mm-hmm. as we're going to find out. Because we... Uh, we watched it. When did we watch it? Last week? Last week. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about it last week. We loved uh, it. Um, <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> straight out. It was great. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't watched the trailer, like, I absolutely lost my shit watching this because so we know that the film is basically following in the sequence of the original. So, obviously, the second Halloween film takes place in a hospital after the events of the first one. This is kind of what is exactly happening in this film. So they're doing that um, and then just the... The, the kill out, count looks the real big. The straight out kill count fucking And, just, like, he's not hiding. No. He ain't doing no hiding in the shadows to, like, what's the music? Because like, it has it in there, a <laughs> rockin' version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so this, to he, me, just looks like it's going to be fucking He comes out, well. he kills firemen. And everyone yeah. knows that everyone loves firemen. You don't kill firemen. Firemen. Uh, I did see that they did a... Pop in there, a little shot of the seasons of the witch masks that were in there. Yeah. Like from Halloween 3, my favourite Halloween. Exactly, which is also great because in the Halloween 2018, there's a small sequence, you blink and you miss it, of the kids trick-or-treating, the three kids, with those masks on. They run into him and then they run off. Yeah. So that's already there. So we're under the impression that he's killing kids. Is this going to start playing a part into the oh, third I don't know if he'll kill the kids. I reckon... He always never killed kids because they made a big deal in the yeah. first one that he didn't kill the baby. Yes. So I reckon they're going to um, he's going to put the mask on him. I, I yeah, for some reason it won't be, be kids because no one wants to see kids killed. No. Like I I I don't know, like, I don't know who does, but like <laughs> no one wants people to who see. want to watch shocking Asia and faces of death. But um, yeah, I don't want to see kids killed. I just want to see like humans killed in really inventive ways by a guy. I like that um. They mentioned that he's transcending. Yeah, yeah so he's like, like reaching a new level. So the, it's basically now he's he's just out there, and the whole town they, are gonna start are gonna rally together to just get rid of him. Yeah, because they had like um, Jamie Lee Curtis mentions like no human could survive that fire. So he, yeah. every kill he's transcending into just pure evil. This is in the trailer. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. becomes something else. That's yeah. what I want. And I like the idea that he wasn't something else in the first movie. He was just a fucking crazy dude. Yeah. But now he is transcending into a fucking cool cunt. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. And this is the second. So there's still another one after this one. Which is called Halloween one. End? Yeah. I think Halloween Ends. Or? Ends? Yeah. I like the name. Halloween kills. Like, yeah. what, what do you mean? Let's watch it. <laughs> kills what? <laughs> kills what? I like that they've gotten Jamie Lee Curtis's character right in these films. Like, yep. it's it's real hard to bring in someone from the original franchise without it just being a tack on. Yeah. A la Sarah Connor in the Terminator movies where, you know, I mean, in that last Terminator, she was pretty cool. I haven't watched any of the other ones other than the second one. Yeah, the, the latest one. one I think is probably the best 
the third best one. Okay. You know what I mean? Like all the other shit in between, I'm just like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. But it still ends. It still ends like all the Terminator movies do with them fighting in a fucking factory. Yeah. Well, I think, like, I think, and I mean, this isn't spoiling anything because we don't know what's going to happen. And everyone keeps complaining that the trailer's just giving everything away. Nah, man. Stop. It's given one scene away. Stop taking trailers at face value. Like, the people that are working on this film know it, they love it. And I feel that they're setting her up for her final death. Like, I think that's what it is. They're setting it up. They're going to pass it on to either the, the daughter or the granddaughter. But she's out to, she's just ready to go. I feel that if Jamie Lee Curtis' character dies, it, it, something is going to die in the film. I'm like, I don't know, man. I like the idea that she's always there. Like, yeah. Well, like, you do. You kind of want her there all of the time, but she's not going to want to continue to play this character. Yeah, but I the think there's only two life. more films. There's only three yeah. films in this franchise. So there's she's no got reason. this one and maybe the third one? Yeah. Well, it might be. I think the trailer only shows like the first scene. Yeah. Because like, it just shows the firemen. Yeah. Like who are like coming from the house that is burning and like some other stuff like that. I reckon it's only just a little bit from the first scene and maybe some tad shots from throughout the movie. Like the yep. season of the witch mask is just maybe something to do with some, a scene. Like, yeah. But I don't think it. Well, I think they just want to make reference to it. They're like, there will be none of that. Let's kill it off right now. See, it's dead. No season of The Witch will be the third one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, maybe um, it will be, though. Maybe. Who maybe knows? He, maybe uh, they'll try and merge it in that the, the, uh, a company, after reading about these murders, his mask becomes the latest thing to like for Halloween for maybe. everyone to wear and everyone becomes Michael Myers. Oh. Like V for Vendetta style. He just yeah. becomes an idea. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I really hope that in the third one, they bring back uh, Tom Atkins. Oh, man. If they bring out Tom Atkins, I'm going to bust a nut over that screen. The <laughs> <You>, room's <laughs> going to get trashed. It'll be great. So, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, very excited. I cannot wait. October 16th. Um, And, yeah, hopefully there's no further delays. And look, before we move on to what I've watched this week, because Dan, I'm not sure if you've watched anything, I want to actually, Dan, I want to talk about anime. Oh, shit. I know. I never thought I'd, those words would come out of my mouth, but let's talk anime. Let's talk Chainsaw Man. Oh, yeah, let's talk it. So Chainsaw Man is a manga series, and you can give all the details because I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got a chainsaw head, but they've just created the anime for it, and I watched the trailer, and holy fuck. Fucking shit! Does it look so good? And, and they um they chose some really weird scenes to put in that like that shows nothing. Yeah. Like and there's some just like real weird moments that are put in there. I think it's just because if you've read read the books, which I have, I haven't. It um you're like oh weird, and then they put it to this fucking chaotic music, man. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's cool as well. Yep. For those who don't know what Chainsaw Man is. He's basically, so it's set in a world where there are uh, demons, as you can say. Um, It involves, it's set in modern day. Basically, there's like this demon hunting organization, which is like a battle manga thing. But what happens is is the main character merges with like a, a tiny, he has this little, he has this little dog that has a tiny little chainsaw coming out of its nose. Yeah. And he gets killed at the start and then... The, the monster merges with him, hmm. giving him, making him a half demon, half fucking human fiend or whatever they're called. It's never heard of. It does because you can't usually regain control, but he keeps control, blah, blah, blah. And his power is that 
a chainsaw bursts out of his hands and out of his face yeah. when he wants to fight. But it also cuts him and he loses blood. Mm. So the only way he can like keep continuing to work is he has to cut other people and then their blood, he absorbs it. So it's a constant cycle of him bleeding and sucking up blood. Sure. That's why there's so much fucking blood in it. Like, yeah. And uh, the whole time. it's it, it, it has a very strange tone to it. Uh, anyone who read it will know what I mean. Uh, he's... His his uh, goals and morals are very questionable. Okay. Like one of his like the reason he does one thing is just like they get him to work for him on the ground that he gets to touch a boob at the end. So I shouldn't be selling this to children. No, <laughs> not on any. It's a very strange feeling, yeah. but it's very weird and out there, and it does have some very twisty turns in it that like uh, it's very bold for well, a, a, I know a battle that manga. This is probably one of the most popular manga series available currently i called this so long you ago. did and i recall so when this popped up for pre-order for us um the first volume i basically just said let's get 100 um based on the conversation that you and i had had and you're like this is the next best thing and i'm like okay well i don't fucking read manga i don't care <laughs> i trust what you say though so i ordered 100 and it's now in like its fifth volume and we have a wait list for it that is just pages long because the printers cannot keep up with the supply and demand. Yeah. So it's out of, it's, I mean, it's not out of print, but it's in print. You can't get but the, you, just can't you can only get, get the new volumes as they come out and then yeah. they're unavailable and then they're unavailable. So I'm ordering a, these in like hundreds, 150, because obviously we've just got so many people. And then at the it. same time, I called Jujutsu Kaisen as well, you did. which I got in. For so long and no one cared about. Yeah. And I just stopped getting it. And then the anime came out and, of course, and blah, now blah, blah, you can't which is basically like a horror Naruto. Yeah. Um, so that's another title that we can't keep in stock either and we've got a huge wait list for, which is it's insane. But so. anyhow, go out there and check out the Chainsaw Man trailer for the anime. So the anime is done by Mappa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did post it in the Terrorvision Facebook. So, yep. yeah, give it a watch. And uh, Mappa's done some really good shit. What did mm-hmm. they do? They did like, uh, they did Jujutsu Kaisen mm-hmm. and Attack on Titan Season 4. Man, uh-huh. I'm such a nerd. You are such a fucking anime weeb. You're a weeb, Dan. Uh, weeboo. Weeboo. I'm not. Yeah, that's fine. Um, So, Chainsaw Man, check it out. Um, Dan, have you watched anything other than the movie this week? I watched like The Mitchells versus The Machines, which I'm going to say is the best film in the world, but it's not a horror film. Which is amazing. And I loved it. And it's hilarious. Um, I haven't watched anything horror. I watched One Piece. (laughs) Fucking. Fuck you. You weeb. Um, okay, well, I checked out three films this week. Um, I checked out False Positive, which is a new film um, co-written by Alana Glazer, who most people know her from Broad City. Um, and it's basically about, it's almost a Rosemary's Baby kind of film. So it's about this couple, they're having trouble conceiving. I won't go into too many details because, uh, you know, it is it is a bit hard. Um, but they go to this fertility specialist and played by a very silver fox, Pierce Brosnan. Oh. And he's like, I'm the best in the world. I'm going to help you get pregnant. She gets pregnant and then her world seems to start to turn upside down. We're a little bit unsure as to whether she's going slightly insane or what's happening um look it wasn't a bad film it could have been better does it have any gore in it um pretty much the last it's all in the last like half an hour yeah fuck that kind of thing story Um, rich no thanks it's yeah it's very story it's very slow burny and 
it was it was interesting, and it's especially interesting to see Alana Glazer playing someone that's not her Broad City character because she's a very sort of straight laced, well to do, like working gal, not this weird hippie chick. Yeah. So definitely worth checking out. I also checked out Jacob's Wife, um, which was so much fun. Um, stars Barbara Crampton. It's basically about this this woman who's married to a, a pastor. They've they've been married for thirty something years. She's just nothing to him. She lives a very boring and uneventful life and she's miserable and she's sad and then she gets bitten by a vampire. Dang. And all of a sudden she feels alive and young and things are changing and how is she going to have this this new life with a pastor and uh, just hilarity ensues and there is so much blood. Oh, really? I was a bit on the fence about it going through and then the first lot of blood happened and I'm like, I'm in, you yeah. son of a bitch, I'm in. You um, son of a bitch. So that's definitely worth checking out as well. And then finally, I checked out Censor. This has been on my list for a while. Censor. Um, this is set in the 1980s. This is more of a slow burning horror. Um, it's about the video nasties. So it's this girl who works at the sensory board who sort of stop, you know, they, they rate all these yeah, video yep. nasties coming through and they either reject them or like you cut this, that kind of thing. Yep. Film comes across uh, her desk and it stars a girl that looks a lot like her sister that had gone missing 10 years prior. Oh, shit. So she starts to go down this weird rabbit hole of who's the director, who's the actress. Mm, and it's very Videodrome. It is. It is very Videodrome. And um, it was it was really good. I'm really glad I finally got to see it. Um, that one's hard to track. It's a video-on-demand one, but I definitely recommend it. So Nice. That yeah. sounds like... Uh, I actually a... had time to do films. Yeah, I was going to say, that was a big week for you. I know. It was all on a Sunday too. Just smashed out a Sunday. Lazy Sunday. Pretty Did you even much. bother to get dressed? I got dressed. I still went to the shops and put on a slow cooker and Ooh. did a lot of stuff. And the gym. Come on. I do shit. Anyway, moving into comics. Junji Ito. This is exciting. Um, so The Lighthouse, which was released here in 2019, that starring... Defoe and Willem Dafoe. And the sparkly vampire. Robert Pattinson. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Um, so The Lighthouse is getting a release in Japan this year, and Junji Ito has done an eight-page adaptation of The Lighthouse, which is going to be handed out. Got it all into eight pages? A whole eight pages. Um, did you watch The Lighthouse? I did. I haven't watched it. I thought about it. It's really good. Um, Liz sat down and watched it with me and I laughed because she hated it, which I knew she would, but she watched it anyway. It's really cool. It's a nice sort of descent into madness film. Oh, yeah. Um, could have had some more aquatic horror, but, you know. A bit more H.P. Lovecraft in it? A little, well, a little bit, but also never too much. So Junji Ito, I saw the, uh, the shots of this. It does not look like his art. He's gone no. for re- hyper-realism. Yeah, he is- really did. So the artwork does look phenomenal, and I'd be very interested to see if we can track down a copy somehow. Um, yeah. Because it is just a, a random handout thing. It's not being published properly. I reckon it'd be like worth a bit those handouts. If Probably. It's, if it, I mean, it'll be digital copies, obviously, because all Junji Jun puts all their stuff up. Yeah. But yeah, um, for those who don't know who Junji Ito is, he's our favorite horror manga mm-hmm. uh, artist and creator. Mm-hmm. He, uh, if you haven't ever heard of any of his stuff, it's stuff like Uzumaki. Tomi. Tomi. Toome. Tome. How do you say it? Gyo. Mm. G-Y-O. How do you say that? Gyo. And then there's a whole bunch of like short stories. Yeah, he's done so many. Um, your favorite is the Hole in the Mountain one? Yeah, I can never remember what it's called though. No, me neither. There's something, something fault. Yeah. It's the name of the mountain. And yeah. I, everyone, like, when they say it to me, they say, is that, what do you mean you don't know what it is? It's this. And I'm like, 
I can't remember that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I do like that one. I also love Uzumaki. I love Gyo a lot because that's almost like a horror action film. If they made that true to life, yeah. holy shit. Well, they did. I know that um, they did, they did an animated movie, which yeah. was terrible. But, yeah, it would be interesting because I don't – I know that they're working on trying to adapt one, I think, Tomy maybe um, into yeah, a live Tommy action. Tomy just wouldn't work. Tommy's no. like a long-running, slow-burning TV series. Yes. It would be like done by like the people who do American Horror Story. or whatever. And as we know that they're all shit, even though the new one has Macaulay Culkin in it, and I'll probably watch it anyway. But yeah. One of them was good. Sure. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty exciting. I'm going to see if I can track down a copy, a physical copy maybe, and see what it's worth. And, yeah. Um, and, yeah, let's move into the The weird, most important stuff of the week. The weird and wonderful world of... Werewolf cats. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, a couple of weeks ago in the Australian newspaper, uh, I, I read, not on the line. Was it in the advertiser, which is, you know, the, I don't know. I don't the, like to the give, best in... Uh, I don't like to give them... I've got. We've actually got the article here cut out from one of our parents gave it to me. Werewolves in kitty's clothing. So, basically, there is a breed of cats called the Lycoi. Yeah. Um, uh, that, you know, have been around forever. And they're basically, they're called werewolf cats because they're bred, they're kind of like... As we know, all werewolves look like. Imagine a cat, but around its eyes and its mouth, and it's uh, it doesn't have any fur. Mm. So it's like got the skin around its eyes and its mouth like a werewolf does. But their fur is actually quite... Um, it's coming outwards like a flower kind of thing around, <laughs> around their face, like yep. a werewolf as opposed to a, a normal cat. And they're grey like the werewolf. Their, their fur is a bit rougher, so... They look exactly like werewolves. They're really weird-looking cats. They've been around for a long time, but it's only till recently that finally South Australia, <laughs> Adelaide, now has a, a breed of Lycoi cats. I don't know if that's how you say it. I, I feel it would that be. sounds about right, yeah. Um, they range, they can set you back between like, you know, $3,000. Yeah, well, when I did some research into this, because I looked at the show and I'm like, what the fuck is this just randomly dropped in our show run? <laughs> so I did a little bit of research and like the breed was founded in 2011. There's about a 12 month wait. But that's um, like for ones, that's just like these, they're not for the South Australian ones. Yeah. They're even more expensive. So the original cost was like $1,500, but now in Australia, thanks to inflation and Australians terrible exchange rate, three grand. Three grand for Three a Lycoi cat. cat if you want to. I don't really agree with cat breeding or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but, man, these things do look cool. They do look so cool. I will have to post a picture. It's so strange because, I mean, 3000 you think, oh, $3,000 for a cat, but people pay $10,000 for a dog. Oh, yeah. People like, pay, like, heaps for cats. Those are, like, uh, Rexes, those cats and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, the Rexes are the ones without, the, I think, the fur. Oh, the Sphinx? Yeah. Yeah, I but like they're, they're called something Rexes. Yeah, Devon okay. Rex. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you get your, like, your rag dolls, like your thoroughbred rag dolls oh, and yes. all stuff like that. Uh, people love them. Mm. Uh, and then if you're into them, you're into them. I understand that. I just, uh, It's just like breeding of animals is kind of weird. And it's just basically just breeding genetic defects. Just yeah, for the, just for, to make it look cute. Just for us to be like, yeah, nice. No, that's great. Just so you can put it on your Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Likewise. Yes. South Australia. If you're a South Australian out there, you can get yourself a werewolf cat, mate. <laughs> Two grand. I'm not paying. I'm not paying three grand for a werewolf cat. No, I just go get one from the animal welfare league. Yeah, whatever it's called animal shelter. <laughs> uh, 
<sighs> well, in that case, moving on. What are we going to move on to now, Dan? The creepies. The creepies. So we were going to talk about this last week. The but, creepies but is the new section. Um, so we've delved down a little bit into creepy pasta, and of course, Dan and I have talked briefly about a few different things. And this one is a interested. Dan's got a very heavy interest in it, is the SCP Foundation. Yeah, so I only recently discovered this, and mm-hmm. this is a thing that's been going under my nose yeah. for fucking, I don't even know how long. Yeah. Like, it must be forever. So I basically, I came across a video game called, um, which one was it? It's called... It's it, the Staircase. Yeah, yeah, what number? What number? Uh, SCP-087. SPC-087. It was yeah. just a video game. It was like a freeware one, and it basically was just... In the game, you're just going down this staircase, uh, uh, appears to go down forever mm-hmm. and into hell. And I'm like, oh, that's a kind of cool idea yeah. and all this stuff. And then I saw in the comments on YouTube and they're like, oh, an SPC. Oh, man, I, I haven't seen an SPC game in ages. And I'm like, what? what is this? Like, yeah. why is this uh, a thing that people seem to know about? Like, it's just some letters and some numbers. So I looked, I wrote SCP in and I spelled it wrong and wrote SPC and got a whole bunch of, <laughs> whole bunch of peaches out. <laughs> Millions of peaches, really. Yeah. Um, and then uh, found the SCP Foundation website, which yep. stands for Special Containment Procedures. Yep. Uh, or Secure, Contain, Protect. Yeah. It's kind of like, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Um. And it is this basically it's a it's a a foundation, a fake foundation yeah. online that basically collects store uh, does research into like paranormal shit. Yeah. Um it all started on 4chan yeah. <laughs> uh, under the paranormal um uh, uh, forum, whatever they're called, which yep. was just under X, as in like X files, not Xy sexy. Yeah. Um, and of course, but this thing has been going for ages. So, yeah. so they're, they're, they're basically mini stories all set up in the form of a report. Yes. Uh, so that report as in the SPC, SCP <laughs> has gone in and done a report on it, labeled it, filed it, and put it into their organization. Um, and all of the reports are there. There are 5,000 reports here. They are all um, uh, like... Uh, given what are they called like made by people yeah so it's a very community driven thing so like i could go home and think of one i could write one up i could chuck it on and then it becomes it essentially becomes canon to whatever is happening here and this foundation is not just like an american base there are communities from different countries so there's all these different countries so there's these um scp foundation for like you are gay and (laughs) Mexico and all these different countries. Oh, yeah. Um, So it it is so fascinating to see because, like, obviously I've never really gone deep into the creepypasta world. I just hear these random things here and there. But a lot of them, I think, originate from here. So, yeah. As you imagine, there's 5,000 of these things here. Some of them are are, are crazy. I've written a couple down here, which I'm going to... Yes. So these all have, like, each one of them has, like, a detailed page. We can go in. It has the reports. It has any photos that they've got. It has, like... Um, the, the threat levels of them and all stuff like that. But I've written down as a couple of lines. So the SV, the, the one I discovered, the number 87, is a staircase that appears to descend forever. The staircase is, inhabit, is inhabited by... So they call monsters within this thing. Yeah, so we uh, the monster will be called SCP-87-1. Yeah. So that's just what they call them. They don't give them names, so they're just like... So a monster is a dash one. Yeah. Um. Uh, which is described as a face without a mouth, a pupils, or nostrils. Yeah. 
And it appears that, like, you know, the the staircase goes down forever. No one's ever got to the bottom. Uh, and has all the reports of how deep people have gone and what they've experienced. Oh, yeah. it's, and it's cool. So at a certain level, this happens. And yeah. then at a certain level, this starts to happen. That yeah, yeah. And, um, and so that's what you, and that kind of what happens in the game. One of them is a Nazi bunker system that only is it's only accessible through a portal found in a woman's nose. <laughs> that's number 108. Yes. Number 294 is a coffee machine that dispenses anything that does or what? Anything that does or can exist in a liquid form. Yeah. Um, number 428 is a toaster that can only be referred to in the first person. So, so yeah. that's like Red Dwarf where the toaster that can talk? Yeah. Well, it, no, but you can only refer to it in the first person. Yeah. So as in talk to it as if you are the toaster? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So it goes on and on and on. There are, there are millions of these things. Um, and what? And as I was reading them, I'm like, man, these, these sound like altered objects from Control. You know that game Control? Yes. And I looked into it and discovered that Control is actually based on this foundation. The whole video game is a direct, like, direct homage yep. of this this whole thing, which has been going for years under yeah. my nose. And I haven't... Well, no, it's funny because, like, you had come, we were having lunch and you were like, okay, so I there's this video game and you were, like, explaining through this SCP-087... Um, and as you're explaining it to me, I'm like, no, I know this because I listen to a podcast called the SCP Archives, uh, which is, uh, you can find that podcast on Spotify. Um, and it's produced by the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. And it's basically each episode is just running through all these different um, SCPs, like what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, weird. And one of the episodes that I remember being most freaked out about because I, I listen to podcasts all the time. So I'm usually listening to them in the dark while I'm driving somewhere. Um, was the staircase one? Oh, so I'm really? Like, I fucking know about this. This yeah. is so cool. I like that number one thousand six hundred nine is a mulch <laughs> that teleports into your lungs if you approach it, and is a, a, a in an aggressive fashion while um or while wearing yeah it it. it if you so is a mulch. Yeah. If you go towards it in an aggressive fashion, it'll teleport into your lungs. Oh. If you just walk up to it nicely, it won't do anything. Yeah. Or if you're wearing a certain uniform, oh. it'll go. But it previously was peaceful. It was a chair that used to teleport behind someone as they sat down if there wasn't a chair behind them to sure. help. But you wouldn't notice it because you just think you were sitting down. Yeah. But then one day someone accidentally wood chippered it and it turned into the angry mulch. <laughs> I like so this is it's all so fascinating and it's and all horror based. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, like, have you heard of Siren Head? He's one of them. The so Siren. You have told me about because I, I wasn't aware of that, and then you're like, "Oh my god, check out this video!" And so you're in the forest, and you hear like the yeah. of a siren, and yeah. he's basically a big fucking long elongated man that has two sirens for heads that just walks after you, and like the sound of the sirens indicates. Oh, make you go mad. It's yeah. exactly the same as a Slender Man, which I wouldn't be surprised if Slender Man is one of these. So I haven't gone through all f- 5,000 of no, them. No, no. But, but I, I wouldn't, mean, yeah. But all those like urban legendy things. Is it, so this is basically like a an organization that goes out and documents urban legends as yeah. if they are real. Yeah. And which, it's cool. And some I of them love. don't have much information. There's a cool one, which is about a Super Bowl. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that one. Which no. is like, it's. It's it's considered like quite dangerous because the Super Bowl it just looks like a normal Super Bowl. Yep. 
And if you drop it, each time it bounces, it doubles in height and to the point where it be- and speed. So it becomes so fast, it's dangerous. So they keep it in this like contained metal box, which is like a, a, a you know a, a foot thick metal. And then outside of that, a ten meter aquarium full of like LCL like gel from Evangelion. Yeah. And, they ha- and it lists all the procedures of like. You know, if the book gets out of the box, you have to do this. If it gets into the liquid, then the procedure, uh, uh, like for containment of this, and so it's like so detailed. It's just yeah. a fucking Super Bowl. And but this is the thing that really gets me. It's not. It's just people. It's people like you and me who've got a vested interest in this kind of like genre who are sitting down making this up and just adding it to a forum of like-minded people who are also sitting at home making this stuff up. I yeah. love it. Like putting S- it into the ether, creating yeah, it. Like so SCP. Uh, double one seven one is a home whose windows are always covered in condensation. Uh, by writing in the condensation on the glass, it is possible to communicate with an extra dimensional entity whose windows are likewise <laughs> covered in condensation. This entity bears significant hostility towards humans, but does not know that the foundation members are humans. So this is fascinating. Like, what, like I, what? why isn't this become like optioned, optioned for like a TV series? Or oh something? man, SCP. There might be. There are a bunch of video games out there, all yeah. based on different ones. Um, there's one of them. Uh, one of the games is you actually break into the SCP uh, Foundation. Yeah, that's what the whole game is, and so all the different like captured devices and things that are in there yep. and you accidentally let them all out and it's like you know cabin in the woods style there's yes. just all this weird and i'm like that's a fucking cool idea it's fantastic like stuff like that makes me kind of motivated to start writing again but who's got the time I mean, all you have to do is write a paragraph exactly it's fantastic um but yeah like i mean if you have an interest in that i do recommend checking out the bloody disgusting podcast scp archives because then you don't actually have to read you just listen to it in between doing your daily thing but yeah and Dan also recommends playing Control. Oh, yeah, play Control. Yeah. And that gives you a good idea of it as well. Because So in Control, you are the, bu- the Bureau of Control, which is basically the foundation. And, yeah, yeah you're, um, or you're kind of they're documenting and containing, they call them altered objects. And, and yeah, it's very, yeah. very, very, very cool. Very Lynch. Mm. So good. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Well, look, let's just cut it off there. So, yeah, let's move on to next week and we'll see you You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror <laughs> Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. There was no real good segue there. I apologize. Uh, we are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and make sure you share with all your friends. You can interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod. It'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are definitely three years old by now. And we also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com if you want to interact with us for that reason. And remember, until next week, smoke a bowl!